This is the Only Human podcast from Community Radio 4 Z out of Brisbane, Australia. Yes, today we have Christina Malatsky, who's a sociologist with a background in gender and rural health in the School of Public Health and Social Work at QUT. Hi, Christina. Welcome to Only Human. Hi, Kim. Thanks for having me on. It's great to be here. Lovely to have you here. So um, we're going to talk about a little bit about you first before we get on to your research, which is very interesting, but um, stay tuned for that, people. First of all, tell us a little bit about your background. How did you get into uh, researching gender in particular, I think I'm interested in knowing? Mm. Uh, it's quite a long story. So I grew up in the southwest of Western Australia, so I've lived there for the majority of my life. Um, and I met my sort of who became my PhD supervisor and my mentor um, through the local um, UWA campus in Albany in Western Australia. Um, so I was able to do my degree, my undergraduate degree and my honours there and I went on to do my PhD and my PhD was really around discourses of motherhood actually, so quite a different, quite a different topic and that gave me my gender, I suppose, background. And then I went to Perth and did quite a lot of teaching there for a year and then I came over to take up a research fellow position in the Department of Rural Health at the University of Melbourne. So I was there for four years. So in that time I developed a real passion and interest in rural health and of course I brought my, my gender lens uh, to that work and I've recently, well I say recently moved to Brisbane but I guess it was actually a year ago now. So. Yeah, that's a little bit of, about me and my background. So what got you interested in the area of gender in particular? Because I um, heard you saying your initial research was about motherhood. Were you a mother yourself at that time? I wasn't, but I am now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think gender issues have always been something that I've been passionate about in my own life and seeing how those ideas have influenced my life choices and the circumstances that I work within. Um, and I suppose coming into rural health, the, I suppose there were two sort of main interests that I developed in my time there that have led to this research project. So the first area was me really thinking about ideas around gender within medical practice and what that means in a rural context. So I was interested in those kind of broader knowledge that we have around what's happening in medicine at the moment where we're seeing you know increasing numbers of, of women going into medicine but not really seeing uh, necessarily a change in the culture of that profession and still having women reporting experiencing gender discrimination um, within that profession. So I was really interested to think about those ideas in a rural context where we know that medical practitioners represent such an important dimension to the rural health workforce. So uh, making your own observations is one thing, but um, there would be other research out there, Absolutely. right? So what does the research say about the experiences of uh, female GPs and also female uh, patients in rural areas? Yeah. So there isn't a great deal that's been specific um, in general practice to a rural context, but we know more broadly that uh, in general practice, women are continuing to report different treatment or unfair treatment and really um, struggling to actually stay in those in that profession within a, within um, general practice more broadly so we know that we're having turnover amongst female identified GPs more broadly there hasn't been a great deal of research specifically in rural contexts with that the research that is available has talked around a sort of women experiencing um, you know, particular perceptions of them as, as women within general practice and a sort of residency about, you know, do we want to have more women coming into general practice in rural communities if they're 
um, you know, going to be taking maternity leave or taking on a lot of care responsibilities. They're not going to be um, sort of available to the community 100% of the time. So there are those kinds of ideas that have been reported in existing research in this area. So um, I know in the past there's been a lot of news about how it's difficult to get doctors, mm. GPs to go and, and live in rural areas. Is So they, that is are you finding that this is an extra barrier to female GPs in particular? Well, that's what I'm interested in. I think there has been some success within the Australian context when it comes to recruiting medical practitioners into the rural health workforce. Some success, not um, you know, not, not to say that we've solved that particular problem, uh, but we are seeing a demand for particularly female-identified GPs in rural contexts, and we're not necessarily seeing that gender balance within that workforce in the rural in rural communities. In Australia, so I'm really interested in that. So you're saying uh, patients of the community would prefer to see female GPs? Is that what the research I think, shows? I think sometimes I think it's, uh, you know, I think it really depends on people's particular context and circumstances, but it's around having that choice and availability of, of practitioners mm. there as well. Yeah. yeah, I know in areas of like uh, counselling in particular, men and women both prefer, mm. often prefer a female yeah. uh, practitioner. So that would be interesting to know. Mm. So do you think that's one of the things that might come out of your research? Um, I don't want to. We're just at the starting of sort of recruitment at the moment, so I don't want to predict. I think it would be an interesting um, sort of stream to follow in the research for sure. So one of the things you're looking at is domestic violence in particular. Mm. Are the experiences of women in rural areas different to those of women in cities? Well, I think like all sort of health experiences and we're talking about a really complex social and health issue and when we're talking about gender-based violence it's always contextual so I think there are particular circumstances and conditions in rural communities that are obviously different to what we might find in a city environment so you know there is increased isolation um, and different uh, contexts in terms of for example greater um, access to firearms and those sorts of things in rural communities. So it is a different context, but each rural community is different, just like every metropolitan context is different as well. Mm. And uh, I, having worked in the domestic violence and sexual assault sector myself, I, I know that there's actually a lot less services in there for women yes. experiencing violence yep. in rural areas. And that's why, you know, part of the, I suppose, inspiration for this research was thinking about that important role that general practitioners do play in in rural communities where they're often the first or you know amongst the few contacts that people have with the healthcare system so that puts them in a really important position when we're talking about people's access to support and services and care in relation uh, to the experience of gender-based violence. And as GPs might be a first port of, of call for mm. women experiencing DV, does that also put those GPs at risk? Well I think that's something that I want to explore in the research, you know, how uh, prepared or how well resourced do GPs feel about dealing with this really complex issue when mm. we can talk about that in the context of, you know, really having quite a limited time uh, to speak to patients and, uh, you know, experiences of violence are, you know, need to be unpacked over a long period of time and that can be difficult I think so part of the research will be asking uh, you know GPs around you know what supports do they feel that they need in their practice to really make sure that they feel equipped mm. uh, to be responding to these issues that are really complex. That would be really useful information to know wouldn't mm. it in, in the delivery of services. So can you tell us you said you weren't keen on predicting what you might find, but what do you expect to find or what has been found elsewhere that you think might be the case in Australia too? Mm. Um, well, I think from 
other work that I've done with GPs on, on different topics, I think that there is actually a great deal of recognition amongst GPs about the complexity of the work that they're undertaking. And I think that will likely come out in this research as well, um, that it's not um, that there is some sort of simple checklist or tick box tool or something like that um, that is necessarily going to help in the, in the realities of their practice. Okay, so um, what will you do with your findings? Well, I'm hoping that the findings of this research will be able to, to help me and to help other researchers working in this field to think about the way that those ideas about gender within the sort of broader medical profession are actually informing or have some influence in the way that gender-based violence is engaged with or approached, particularly within those rural contexts, and to think about, you know, what that body of work can do to, you know, advocate both obviously for the support that GPs need and also for for residents. Um, it it sounds like need. really important research, yeah. and you you are wanting people to be involved in this research. So, how about we go to a song? So, stay tuned, people. If you'd like to be involved in this research or you know some people who live in rural areas who might like to be involved, and we'll tell you how you can do that after this song. What have we got, Nathan? This is Chloe Tarari. Something you wanna talk about? I can give you my And that was a Chloe uh, Terra Air uh, Easy. You're on Only Human on 4ZZZ and Z Sigil uh, with Kim, Stephen, Nathan, and Christina. And we've been talking to Christina Malatsky, who oh, is a doctor, I forgot to mention that, and is from the School of Public Health and Social Work at the, uh, the QUT. And you're doing research into gender and domestic violence in uh, GP and client communities mm-hmm. in rural areas. We want to hear some more about your actual research. How, what sort of, uh, how are you going to find people? Because, you know, rural areas, yes. that's a big area you're talking about. <laughs> Outback is, Australia yes, is quite yes. big. So um, I'm a qual- I should have said I'm a qualitative researcher, so participating in the research will principally involve engaging in some form of conversation or interview either with myself or with my research assistant on the project. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm relying really on people in various different uh, networks passing on information about the research and uh, trying to recruit people uh, that way, both through organisations, through um, informal networks and connections that people might have. So this is a great opportunity for me to do some a little bit of recruiting work and see if there's anyone out there who might be interested or know someone who might potentially be interested in participating. So what sort of people are you talking about um, mm-hmm. interviewing in particular? Okay, so I've got two sort of principal groups of people that I'm really interested in speaking to. So the first group are, of course, medical practitioners either currently practicing in rural communities or have recently been practicing say in the last five years or perhaps they trained in a rural community as well so I'm interested in speaking uh, to those people and also I'm interested in speaking to anyone who has an experience of disclosing or uh, attempting to disclose or seek help from a rurally located practitioner about um, experiencing violence. So um, people can contact you by phoning or emailing. Would you like to tell us your details? Sure. 
Um, so my number at QUT is 3138 3405 and you can also email me at christina.malaksky, so my surname is spelled M-A-L-A-T-Z-K-Y, at qut.edu.au and hopefully Kim won't mind sharing those contact details on her Facebook We'll put that page. on our Facebook, but also... Um, What can people expect if they participate in your research? Sure. So because I'm wanting to recruit people across rural Australia, so not just in Queensland, I've tried to create a lot of different options for people to be able to participate. So obviously, um, you know, face-to-face interviewing, sort of like we're doing now, Kim, is often the preference and if there's any possibility that I can geographically get to people in Queensland I will attempt to do that to the best of my ability Um, but we will have options around sort of virtual interviewing so we can use a platform like Skype or or Zoom depending on what the the person's preference is. We can also do sort of an email type of interview where I can send some questions and we can have an exchange via email. There's also an option to do sort of a a text-based type of interview so we could use something like Facebook Messenger and those sorts of platforms. Um, I've also included options, for example, people might like to write me a letter about their experience. So um, once people contact me and express some interest um, in participating in the research, and I do just want to say um, that contacting me in no way signs you up to participate. It just allows us to have a little bit more of a conversation about about the research and, and how you might like to participate. So we can talk through those options with individuals about what would be their preference. And I guess uh, people who might have experienced domestic violence or gone to a GP to talk about mm. health issues related to that might be concerned about their privacy. So mm. can you assure us what happens with that? Is, that, is it anonymous? So obviously any reports and so forth that will come out of the research will be de-identified. So the only the only people that will know who exactly participated would be myself and my research assistant and we're, you know, um, you know, required and will, you know, conduct ourselves ethically within that framework. Um, and that's also been part of my reason around going to rural Australia rather than just Queensland as well. So I do want to get you know lots of different perspectives and lots of different rural communities, but it also allows me to give that extra layer of protection for people mm. um, because it'll be looking across Australia. So there'll be lots of different communities and that will help to ensure that people's confidentiality can be protected. And so if you do participate mm-hmm. in this, your your research, your contribution is going to help to inform services, isn't it? Hopefully. Absolutely. Yeah. What I'm really wanting to do is to ensure that through the research that the delivery of healthcare to people who are experiencing this type of violence can be improved. That's the ultimate objective. Yep. So once again, uh, to contact Christina Maletsky, her phone number is 3138 3405, or you can email her on christina.maletsky, M-A-L-A-T-Z-K-Y, at qt.edu.au. Is there anything else you'd like to tell us about while you're here? Um, I think we've I think we've done a pretty good job of, of covering everything, but I would just like to say thank you so much for having me on, and I would just like to encourage people, please don't... Um, I think I'm a fairly easy-to-contact person, so please don't uh, feel um, afraid to just send me a line or give me a quick call or send me a quick email. Um, I can follow up with you however you would prefer for me to follow up with you. So Yeah, and it can be an opportunity for a bad experience to, to have some good in the world, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for coming in today on this very Thanks. muggy Brisbane <laughs> day, Christina. <laughs> Thanks, Kim. Thanks for having me. And I'll put that information about how people can contact you on our Facebook page. Thank you. It's really You are listening to The Only Human Podcast. 
Only Human is a weekly program on social justice, disability rights, psychology, social research and mental wellness. You can listen in Brisbane on 4ZZZ 102.1 FM and set digital on DAB Plus radios. Love community media? You can support 4ZZZ by subscribing or making a donation at 4ZZZFM.org.au.